0: Don't you think? <laughs> Where I'm like mooting in the back being like, well, the fucking patriarchy is fucking this one up. And you're just like, but
1: Meanwhile, it's beautiful. Like, <laughs> sure, I'll buy a sundress and yeah. not wear
0: anything. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I'm just like, mm, that's misogynistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Accident. podcast house on purpose this is what you get when two canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a brooklyn apartment
1: this is accidental friends with aline dagan and kristen mandela
0: yes it is dude this is actually so wild to me this right now so that we're
1: recording in person I, I
0: know it's only taken us like a year and a half of trying to i think we're just not very technologically savvy so no. we'd like to do a quick shout out to John Famos, yeah. um, an incredible band, and also my dear, dear, for our dear, dear friends, for letting us have their studio for this evening to record together.
1: Yeah, I wish you guys could see the space because it's, it's so fun. wild. It's so nice. Yeah, it's and great. And there are, what are these, soundproofing curtains?
0: Yeah, we got the whole, we got, got the whole nine yards here. Yeah. But I also want to say that on November 25th, John Famos is playing at Elma mm-hmm. Combo, downtown Toronto. And they are getting... Um, robinson kirby to open up for them two fantastic bands and it's i we so both fun. love seeing them live yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Much. So, so much so we thought fun. in um in gratitude for them letting us have their studio space on a weekday evening we would say shameless plug yeah go to at johnny famous on instagram yeah and check out their uh check out their tickets get some and come party with us i know no, you will there no i won't be there sorry okay. guys but okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Woo! and we got in unison okay yeah
1: so we're also recording for those that are going to be listening on, uh, you know, any Spotify, Apple, whatever it is, whatever it is that you guys listen to. We're also video recording this. And
0: yes, which is very exciting.
1: Um, hoping to put it up on Feet Finder. Just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't be opposed. Twinkle, twinkle,
1: toes. Let's go, baby. Um, so we're hoping to do something. Yes, with, with that. that footage. <laughs> yes. Not sure what yet. No, but,
0: but we'll let you know as soon as we do.
1: Yeah. So. Chris, I'm gonna let you take away the, okay. the intro. to Okay, I'm gonna this do the topic. takeaway
0: because we thought we would kind of spice things up in the spirit of our first time recording in person yep. together. Actually, this isn't the first time we've recorded many times in person. They just never, we just don't <laughs> understand how technology works, so it never was able to be used. Okay, but granted. It, hold on, I'm gonna
1: yeah. I'm gonna back us up here okay. a little bit because we don't have the proper microphones. No, it's true, we don't. So I, but either way, we fudge we, the bet on that. We
0: don't know how to do it. But either way, we're. Spicing it up, bring yep. it back to our kind of foundation, our roots, and we're going for a big topic today. We yeah. are talking about a juicy one. Feminism. So <laughs> don't don't run away. We get it. Whatever. But our kind of whole shtick if you will yeah is that al and i feel very strongly about some things and we disagree on a lot for how close friends we are yeah and that kind of was the whole idea of this podcast so we kind of wanted to pay homage to that yeah and bring it back to our bring it back to basics and Although I will say that we both identify as people that are feminists. Yes. What that means to us, what that looks like to us is, I would say, I don't really know yet, but I have a feeling that it's going to be very different. Yeah.
1: And I think what's cool about this is that I don't know if we ever actually had this conversation. No, I don't think we have. We kind of touched on it through and different assumed. podcasts we've made it totally. we both have assumed yeah yeah so i think it's going to be really interesting to hear your i know perspective.
0: <gasps> who's going to come out of here canceled neither of us <laughs> neither of us have big enough platforms to be canceled yeah. but i think it will be very interesting yeah. so i first wanted to start it off by saying um it obviously means a lot to different people and i think it's a very intersectioned argument like it's yeah. not something that just like is a blanket statement we're like I think it is very nuanced. Yeah. So let's start it off. How would you define it for yourself?
1: Okay. So I also want to put a disclaimer that when we were discussing these topics, I felt I was hesitant to even have Have this this. be a topic. So
0: thank you for doing it anyway.
1: Yeah. Because I am not personally speaking, like, I guess, educated on the topic or I'm not speaking about it from like from the history books perspective, right. I'm, I'm purely speaking about my life experience and my viewpoint about it. So that's why I'm kind of, I was really, really nervous actually to do this topic. episode right. and this topic. Totally. Um. So I wanted but, to put that disclaimer out there, I, but I'm always I respect you for doing it. But you, the whole no point what. of this that we talked about too, is that like we do have these kind of bigger conversations behind the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I think that the whole point of this for us was to kind of like unveil the curtain, yes. so to speak. To and
0: have these kind of big chats. Yeah, And you don't have to be a PhD in feminist yeah. literature to be able to engage in a conversation talking about what some, like an idea means to you. right? And I think that's where I think a lot of people get intimidated to have these bigger conversations yeah. or they feel like, like I've been in so many conversations where people are like, oh, well, like, I don't really know what I'm talking about. And I think in some cases that's probably a good yeah, take. Yeah, yeah. But I think with stuff like this, why can't we just shoot the shit about it? Totally,
1: let's talk about it, baby. So shoot your shit. So wait, what was the question? I <laughs> it is like how you. I'm blocking out. I'm yeah, so nervous,
0: <laughs> so shaky. Um, like how you would describe feminism to you? Like how how you? See I think
1: it. feminism to me is just being empowered as a woman. Okay, I think that's probably the simplest way I can possibly put it. it. So I think that's why it looks so different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like feminism, t- I think when I when I think of it in the like official sense is like the whole like burning bras and whatever the body hair and all of that stuff. And I don't think that makes you inherently feminist and empowered. right. Right. So I think that purely speaking, it's when women feminism for me is when women feel empowered. And that's why I also believe that men can be feminists because they can empower women to be, as true to themselves, like what makes them feel the most mm-hmm. beautiful, the strongest, the smartest, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Like when we have that, when there are men in our lives that support us in living out that way, right. I consider them feminist For sure. men. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're, they're bringing us up. Right. And I, I like, I, I think that the like definition is just like equality. It's not really yeah. about like, Talking about how men are trash, even no, though I feel like that's some misandry. People, that's misandry. Talk- yeah, that's a totally I, different thing. Okay. Yeah, so it's I, not I under the umbrella,
0: although some people would like to think that it's under the umbrella of, uh, of feminism, but it's not.
1: Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I had no idea. I yeah. just was like, I don't think that's right. So, right. but I'm, I'm looking at feminism from like a woman first perspective, as yeah. opposed to like, just make us equal to men. Like, yeah. I don't even, I almost like borderline don't care to have men
0: in the Convo. combo combo. Yeah, that's... Fine. Butt
1: out, babe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I... So really talk...
1: Okay, so from your like perspective... That. No, you I like think that? that was fantastic.
0: Okay. I was, like, almost nervous. I was like, what's she gonna say? <laughs>
1: we have to press pause
0: and I have, like, a I a think woman's debrief. position...
1: I'd like to run from yeah. here, but I think that a woman's <laughs> position should be should in be the on kitchen. On her knees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on her knees, yeah. All of a sudden, you're just, like, a complete, like, Andrew Tate stand, and we're just, like, super fucking at odds. No, I didn't expect that. I think you did great. And I think... <laughs> um Yeah, that's... Fantastic. Yeah. um Not that you need my approval for your definition of, of feminism, but just because I know you're nervous. But you didn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, what's um, your definition? Okay, so I think mine would be similar, and it's also funny because I haven't really thought too much about what my actual definition would be, even mm. though I asked you the question. Which is Oh yeah, mine was just her. I was
1: spitballing, baby, totally, freestyling. I'm about to do like an eight mile rap battle here.
0: Yeah. I think I would probably consider it something very close to yours. Okay. I think it definitely. like the foundation of feminism for me is equality. But I think mine has more of like a political approach where it's like systems that continue Mm -hmm. like that power dynamic. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like super corporate structures that only hire men and like uphold those systems and like want secretaries that only look a certain way and are super femme and whatever. Um, I think those systems have to be challenged and, brought down and i think in a lot of ways just like put out in the open Mm -hmm. i I think a lot of people don't realize just how toxic those environments can be Mm -hmm. for women and i think yeah i guess it goes like from the macro to the micro just like any system or cultural norm or whatever that sees women as less than needs to be challenged and changed yeah so I think we're saying the same thing, but just coming at it from a different approach, really. Yeah, I
1: think I'm coming from it at like it, a, from socio, a micro perspective. Yeah, 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 totally. And you're I get lost in that macro, baby. I get yeah, lost yeah, in yeah. the yeah.
0: macro. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so then this company has to break down for this. See, the for government me, has it's like,
1: I think that that's where we get lost in the sauce with right. so many things, not just feminism specifically, but it's like we get so lost in the sauce because we're thinking of, we're trying to think of everything and everything. The everyone, solutions for, uh, yeah, totally. And it's like, just chill out for a second. Yeah. Let's look at, let's look internally. Yeah. How can we specifically, Effect change? Yeah. How Absolutely. can we do something or but, yeah, I totally instead agree. of it, because I think that's when it gets so overwhelming because when we are just like one person or just two people, whatever. Yeah. I, I think it just gets overwhelming and that could also be very
0: detrimental, disheartening yeah. and
1: discouraging for us to totally. do anything about it. I also want to touch on this and I'm, I'm laughing. There's no one else I think that'll find this funny except for uh, my boyfriend, Fern. But we watched a documentary the other day okay, by Matt Walsh. Okay. And I don't know why we watched it, but we did. Called What is a Woman? Oh, goodness. Have you seen this? No. Guys, it is, (laughs) it's not satire. If you watch this, it is not satire. But it should be. And he went around, oh, 100%. Oh, my God. He went around the entire country asking people, (laughs) what is a woman? Yeah, And then he would get upset when they couldn't define it, but not once in the entire hour and a half, however long it was, I swear to God, I think it took 10 years off my life. Did he ask, what is a man? Right. Not once. And he'd be like, well, you can't define it. And he spoke to a sociologist, like he spoke to like, he spoke to trans women, he spoke to doctors, he spoke to pediatric, he spoke to so many people and he'd be like, well, you can't answer it. And he spoke to this prof who said, um, a woman is anyone who identifies as a woman. Right. Um, and it can look like so many different things, blah right. blah, blah, blah. And I was I w- the whole time I was like, why don't you just fucking answer the question? Yeah, what is you a you man? Defi- yeah, yeah, yeah. So that y- you we understand
0: what kind of definition, what kind for. of answer that you're looking for. Right. But
1: not once, and that is the kind of that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, oh my god, like how so is annoying. this a real
0: like who who funded this? Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. I think that's so interesting and such a funny thing for you to watch.
1: <laughs> so after, <laughs> I I was like, I thought it was, a, I kind of thought it was a joke. And right. then, so after the fact, I put on the song, um, I Am Woman by Pink Martini. Yeah, I love it. And also the other one that's like, I am woman. Ma- 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 Ma-
0: yeah. Yeah. I love her. I was like, I need to listen to I these two. I love that fucking song. Yeah. I, uh, remember I listened to it on repeat like six times in a row when I was yeah. shaving my head off.
1: So that's why I was like, I need to listen to these songs. Yeah. To like ground so myself back to, in like that to feminine myself, energy. To bring myself back into <laughs> this yeah. reality. Totally. Because I was truly infuriated watching.
0: As you should have been. Yeah. But. I think one thing that I was thinking about Mm -hmm. before we started recording this is our like stances on certain things under the umbrella of feminism. Okay. Yeah. So like body hair, plastic surgery. I do not know your stance on plastic surgery. Okay. And I feel like these things often get lost in like bigger conversations, but I do think a lot of them are inherently feminist issues because they largely affect women, like aging products, all these different things that people buy into both of us included, obviously. Um, but I think like a lot of it gets like focused on like men being like, oh well, I'm like I'm not a feminist because like I'm you know what I mean like men yeah, dominate yeah, yeah. so much of every fucking conversation because they don't realize how loud they are. <laughs> um, but these are like harmful. They're they're topics that like cause can cause like a lot yeah. of harm yeah. to women and to both of us. I think like yeah. body image wise, body hair wise, aging wise, like we're both yeah. like in our fucking thirties as we like to mention Crazy. a few times and again.
1: <laughs> can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, um, if you were watching, if like this video ever gets out there, yes. I just like pulled my face back as if I was giving myself a facelift, but yes. the whole body hair thing, like, I-, I mean, people can listen to that, to that episode, yes, but course. back in the day, that was like one of our OG, OG mm-hmm. episodes. And for me, speaking of but, body like, under hair, under a feminist
0: lens, I guess is what I'm asking. In a feminist mm-hmm.
1: lens, like I don't see someone removing their body hair as... Being like not feminist because okay. I understand that like the whole idea of like razors blah, blah blah all of that stuff I understand came from came from whatever like came from like a marketing, man marketing yeah the marketing like, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that okay but at baseline it makes me feel good about myself right when I don't have hair on my legs when I have when I'm like a naked mole rat like right. truly like when I don't right. I go to a laser lady that's actually like just down the street here and her arch nemesis is hair
0: right. And you love that for her.
1: I love that. She'll chase me down the stairs and be like, I saw hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll make me go back upstairs and make, like, do whatever, like, laser. And I I love that because it just makes me feel, like, girly and feminine and, like, silky smooth. But what what is
0: it about hairlessness that makes you feel feel feminine and what makes it...
1: Because it makes me feel soft. Right. So I like feeling soft as a woman. I like feeling... Like dainty mm. and I don't think dainty equals weak, right. I like this the feeling of like soft skin. I like the yeah. feeling of like be I don't know like i I'm literally picturing like a I, I can't even explain like a it. Like soft I just, angel babe. yeah, like a soft little angel babe. so I don't really see that like shaving my legs as being or like getting laser as being not feminist. I see. And so even when it comes down to like plastic surgery. This is a very interesting topic for me because I was for a very long time of the belief that I, I don't see why people get plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. It's like you're, you know that TikTok sound? It's like you're going to look plastic and you're going to look fake. But that's mm-hmm. exactly how I want to look. Plastic and fake. Yeah, plastic <laughs> and fake. So I used to look at plastic surgery even as like lip fillers. Nothing that's even surgery, like any kind of like injections and stuff like that. I'd be like, oh my God, they're doing it for other people and it's so annoying. Mm -hmm. And then I started to speak to a lot more people. That was when I was younger and I started to speak to so many more people who did these things that are not even that obvious to the, to the, like who have gotten breast augmentations Mm -hmm. and I would have no idea. Right. And they didn't do it for other people. Like I spoke to them and they said like, I did this for myself because I felt I didn't feel good about my body mm-hmm. and I'm still, I, I want to 100% like be gung ho about um, like do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But there is that like 5% of me that's still working through like you're doing it for other people. You're totally, you're doing this, but I wholeheartedly believe that
0: they think that they're doing it for themselves, regardless the, of, yeah, exactly. Like,
1: yeah. like I, I, I'm in full support. If you want to get lip fillers, if you want to get, um, cheek injection like whatever mm. if you want to get botox like i i have said i want to get like i've joked that i'm like i want to get lip fillers and the reason that i don't do all these things is because i'm gonna get like addicted to
0: changing like yeah, those, like, yeah I like i want
1: to be like oh, okay like i'm gonna go again that was totally so that looks so Which good is i want a lot do, of
0: my friends experiences
1: right like i would want to get botox and i'm like oh like but if i go once then i'm gonna like want to go cons- and you
0: have to go consistently exactly if, so yeah, totally. i don't
1: right now i don't really want to spend the money mm-hmm. on something like that but I'm if something makes you feel good that is feminist to me because you are making a choice for yourself for what feels good for yourself yeah you know
0: yeah and this is where we disagree
1: oh yeah okay talk to me baby (laughs) now I'm turning I'm turning around on the couch let's talk about it okay
0: so yes okay wait are you talking body hair are you talking all of it okay so what I think is like What you're describing is choice feminism, which is a very popular type of feminism. So, like, Emily Ratajkowski, like, a lot of really big public figures that are, like, openly feminist are, like, would be considered choice feminists. So, it's, like, making any choice for yourself as a woman is inherently a feminist act. Okay, yeah. I do not subscribe to that idea. Okay. Uh, So uh, What does that look like? Okay, so I would say... Just because you are a woman and you're making a choice does not make it feminist because there are a lot of layers of issues that intersect those decisions that like nobody's making a decision um, completely unbiased. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, So like when you are deciding if you want to have lip filler, if you actually grew up in like a small country town with no media and all these things you would never think in your entire life that you wanted to get lip filler because you wouldn't know that it existed and you wouldn't be comparing your lips to other people's because you weren't on tiktok constantly seeing how right right, right, yeah so inherently you are making that decision because you have been influenced in some way to think that your lips or your face or your nose or your breasts are less than and therefore need to be improved based on other people's things yeah but all of that is under the male gaze because really Mm -hmm. as much as you think or, and you very well may believe and do like, it is true for you that you are making a decision for yourself. It still is something that would make you more attractive underneath the perception of like, what is beauty in a Western standard. And that standard has been set by men. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, Cause mm-hmm. like if we, if we had a society that was ru- ruled matriarchally and like everyone just had like super low yeah. saggy boobies and like cellulite was like the yeah. norm that person wouldn't then be like, I need to get breast augmentation so that like my tits are like up in my chin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The
1: reason I started like giggling while yeah. you were talking is because I'm like, we're so. <laughs> I
0: <know>. <laughs> and that's why I wanted to talk about it's it. I literally <laughs> was like, we're literally not going to even understand what the other person's saying. <laughs> <laughs> because I was,
1: as you were talking about it, I thought, isn't that tiring though to constantly analyze
0: that society, every- baby.
1: But you're, consistently analyzing literally every choice that you make every micro choice I guess that you make of like oh am I gonna shave my legs am I gonna shave my armpits today that feels to me it feels so exhausting
0: so for me I guess it doesn't okay. yeah like for me it feels like I literally this morning I shaved my armpits and I was thinking why am I doing this and then I thought honestly I just kind of feel like it and it, I am in a partnership where I've had yeah, yeah, extremely yeah. long body hair and whatever. And then I also think of the socio or like the culture implications when you and I have had this conversation in yeah. the past where it's like you literally being bullied for your body hair. And I've been yeah. blonde where I literally had no eyebrows and had to dye them because I had yeah, no yeah, facial yeah. hair or body hair. So we don't have the inherent experiences that would like I don't have not trauma, but like basically right. trauma yeah, yeah, basically yeah, yeah. with our my body hair. Yeah. So it's a lot easier for me to grow it out and feel like free about yeah. it. And I feel like that's, there's a huge privilege that comes with that for me. Um, I, I guess I don't think if it's, t- it's tiring because I think the system is so it does such harm to women. Mm. Like media does so much harm. I, I understand that like men have high suicide rates and I understand that there's like a lot of yeah, body yeah, image yeah. issues that are leaking into things from men as well. But those standards are also set by men you know what i'm saying like yeah big muscles and a perfect hairline and all the and being bulky and masculine and like yeah super, there's those are the, like there's those are also male-based like standards that have been set six by the six-pack like yeah
1: rock hard pecs like this and that totally that's, it's unachievable that's for the male gaze yeah
0: it is also for like because women have been saying for time immemorial that that is not something that they find important yeah. it's personality it's emotional intelligence it's mm-hmm. humor it's security and consistency and all these different things that mm-hmm. we find attractive in a partner. And then like physicality is so much further often yeah. down that list. Not that I'm saying that it's not important. No, I know. And there are women that obviously they need to be above six feet and whatever, all these things. Sure. But, like for the most part, I think being my- with my head, always in the macro, I guess I just see it from a perspective of like, you are changing your, your face and I'm happy for you. If it makes you feel better yeah. at the end of the day, I'm not going to go to a plastic surgery office and like sit down there being like, you shouldn't do that. But I also feel like at the end of the day, if those standards weren't set for like, let's say like a beautiful middle Eastern nose, I'm seeing a lot of TikToks of like these young girls mm-hmm. that got t- that plastic surgery at like 17, 18. And now they're like, I wish I had something that looked like like after the whole Bella Hadid thing where she came out yeah. saying that she wished she had let herself grow into her nose features, yeah. and her features because they really remind her of her heritage and her ancestry. Mm-hmm. And she feels now detached from that. And I think that's what these pressures do to us. They bring us further away from our ancestors from our heritage Mm -hmm. and from like what I think we should be very proud of we don't all have to have super big like blooming lips and 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 perfect teeth I love now when I see people with like a little bit of a snaggle tooth or with like kind of unique characteristics and features in their face because I know that that's like now a choice you know what I mean it's almost like not a rebellious act I don't want to make it like super whatever but like to not fix all these things in our faces and be comfortable having differences that aren't setting to standards, I think is like almost rebellious now Yeah. because people get like the smile direct club. They can get all these different things. And like everyone has the same features almost mm-hmm. when you, especially when you look on like things like Instagram where obviously yeah. that's like all you're getting bombarded with. And I guess I just think of like in 10, 15 years, will that person miss what their face used to look like?
1: I get, there's also like a part of me that's like, How do I? I'm trying to figure out like how to word this. Okay. Because you mentioned it that like I come from a like my background Mm -hmm. from like childhood of like being bullied or maybe or my mom was bullied. So then she's like, I don't want you to experience that. So I'm going to, blah, blah, blah. And so for me, doing all this stuff feels like a choice because I feel like I'm taking my power back Mm -hmm. by saying I'm doing it for myself. Right. Because I am essentially doing it because i feel good regardless of like the multi but you are feeling
0: good because you were bullied for having it before
1: right so i'm wondering if like you can speak so freely on this because you didn't experience any of that do you know what i mean so like for like to say that you appreciate someone's like snaggle tooth you don't have a snaggle tooth for you to say because i was even looking at like (laughs) yeah but like i mean i was even looking at the video that we were just recording like Mm -hmm. on the couch Mm -hmm. um it was on our stories if whenever whenever anyway it was on our stories and i looked at my side profile and i i don't mind my nose like i don't think by any means do i have like the traditional armenian big nose mm-hmm. but um that feels like such a drastic change to me that that feels like something i would do for someone else to fit into society's biggest nose standards job. yeah I nose see, I job see, I see. Um do, am I do I love my nose? Like no, not really, but really? and yeah. I didn't and know I that. I don't I like not
0: love your nose. Really? I'm
1: not like it's a fan of my side profile cuz wow, I feel like my I nose pulls my top lip. It's anyway, huh. it's something that I notice. But you
0: see that as a negative thing. How it pulls your lip in those right? Of, yeah. And
1: I but it's something that is such a drastic change that for me personally, I don't feel I I don't care enough to make that change mm. and that to me, would feel like I'm doing it for someone else. Right. But I know somebody that's gotten a nose job, and they're so happy
0: about it. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's what i, I'm I totally to figure out. Agree of with like you,
0: and I think that there is like so much. There's. It's so fucking easy for me to stay. Say, sit here. I yeah. have straight teeth. And I don't have any like birthmarks, and I have uh, like you a shaved pretty your sta- head, and
1: you were like literally ridiculously beautiful. Oh, like that's it's very like, sweet.
0: but I'm know? like straight size, like there's and I'm white, like there's a lot of things for sure yeah, that have, yeah, like yeah. it's very easy for me to be like, yeah, bitch, like don't shave your body hair, yeah, because then like when I do it, it's like blonde. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah, Whoa, how fucking badass yeah, yeah. are you? She's, re- you know, and I'm
1: like, not saying any of this to like diminish no, your, no, but I think it's an
0: important criticism because I think it is very easy for me to sit here and say like well, why are you making these changes? Like, why would you feel like you need to? Like, you don't need to. I think you look beautiful. When, like, I have not had the experiences that you have going into it. But I think it's still important to be critical of that voice that's Mm -hmm. saying, I'm doing this for me when it has been informed by negative experiences of you looking the other, like, looking natural or, or having body hair. It's like, yeah, you still might be doing this for you, but it's coming from a place of, well, when I was, when I did have hair. Yeah. I had negative experiences. Right, right, right. So it's like, I think both of those things can be true where you're doing it for yourself, but you also can acknowledge that, like, if you didn't have those negative experiences or you did have blonder hair or whatever, you might not feel as strongly about wanting to have body hair removed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, you're right. So I think, like, as much as it's... Yeah, we can talk in circles about, like, if I did have a snaggle tooth, maybe I would want to get it changed. But I think at the end of the day, it's important for the conversation, I think, in general, for feminism as a conversation to be like, it's, it's okay to... Challenge those things and to Mm -hmm. be like, I don't think you have to do it all the time. Like, it's not like happening constantly in my head whenever I'm Mm -hmm. doing anything. But I think, yeah, when I hear of friends doing like very drastic things to their faces or their bodies, or they're so fucking mortified of aging, like I have a friend, she's incredible, she's beautiful, she's all these things, and she is like, will not stand out in the sun, will not do this. Like, she's gotten so, like, a lot of work done, and she's so so mortified of showing any signs of aging. Really? Yeah. Um, we worked together for a bit and I just like I we would talk together together about it and I'd just be like, you're like literally denying yourself life experiences. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like you don't want to go in the sun. You don't want to be able to Yeah like do certain things because of how it could potentially negatively affect how you will age. And then she associates that with her value. Like Okay, so see that's
1: that's like there I can even agree with you. Because She's not doing all that stuff. Do I want to like get wrinkles young? No, not right. really. Like, fair. If I when I'm older and I have like really, really, a lot, a lot of wrinkles, will I maybe get a little bit of a yeah uh, uh, something? You know, right? Probably. Right. Like, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and say no, but right. for I'm never going to deny myself the experiences because of how it could make me look
0: right. Do you and know I, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And that's like also something of growth. Like the whole people where people are hating growth. laugh lines. And I'm like, oh my God, why do you no. hate? Yeah. But I
1: also think that's like, that's, that's growth in the sense of like, I mean, you can even talk about this in terms of like wearing a bikini or a mm-hmm. bathing suit. Like, totally. you know, five, six years ago, I probably would have been mortified to wear a bikini in like whatever. But yeah. fast forward to of like July of this past year when I was, or June of this past year when I was in Europe, it's like that is huge that's like a that's a choice i'm not going to deprive myself of those experiences Other, because yeah, i still want to lose weight or i'm not in my ideal body type right i'm not in society's maybe ideal body type all of this shit and I'm i not guess gonna... that's
0: where my frustration comes from and yeah. i think that's where i am seeing a lot of women like our age going into their 30s that mm-hmm. are like denying themselves things whether it's food, whether it's an extra drink, or whether it's a dessert, or whether it's a fucking vacation in the sun, or all these different things, to differing extremes, or time in a bathing suit. Yeah. Because they are so inherently aware of the judgment on, like, female bodies. Yeah. And femme bodies. And it's like, that makes me sad. Because, yeah, I, I do see men our age getting wrinkles getting like a little bit of like the 11s or whatever and it adds character to their face for sure it makes them look more distinguished and and oftentimes like more attractive sometimes as well and i think that also pisses me off because men get a free pass men again get another free pass because of these standards that have been set and if we have like I literally remember talking to people that were like getting filler in their laugh lines or in you know what I mean like mm-hmm. in their nasal labial folds and all this stuff and I'm like that's literally proof that you've had a life of laughter yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah. literally proof that you've had like a joyful exp- like enough joyful experiences that you're wearing it on your face and like to have us be so far away from that idea that it's now seen as like deeply unattractive and something that you want to pay hundreds of dollars to get filled like that makes me sad.
1: So for me, mm-hmm. when you say that that's literal pr- proof, that's physical proof, right, that you've had a life of laughter. But for me, if I think about it and I'm going to I know I'm going to listen back on this episode and be like the number of times I probably said for me. Right. For so me. sorry, guys. Um, but I think that there are other ways to prove that you've had a life of laughter. So someone's positive outlook, someone's ability to make light of a situation, someone's ability to get through struggle and problems and All of that stuff, like that, tells me that you've had a life a life of laughter. I can tell when someone hasn't had a life of laughter, and I don't even need to look at your face. I can tell by the way your outlook on your life.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: If you have a really negative outlook, if you are of like a fixed mindset, if you see a problem and you fixate on it, yeah, I can tell you probably haven't had a lot of laughter and you haven't had a lot of lightheartedness in your life right. that you can look past this the number of shit that's happened to me in the last six months of between my home my job my this and my that like I've always lived a life of laughter mm-hmm. so sure I'm going to cry about it probably for two days and then I'm definitely going to joke about it
0: right because
1: it nothing is that serious right so i don't need but my then, laugh lines or my cr- or whatever the the lines on my forehead to prove to other people but then as why a do you have if, if you don't care
0: about proving things to other people then why would you have them changed? because then
1: it looks nice to me
0: in the context of a society where see i don't go that to, far and i don't cause but I, I think we should because uh, i think then you're just upholding more standards where women can't age Yeah. And they're not allowed to have imperfections and they can't look grizzled and charactered and still be feminine and still be beautiful and still have those marks on their face. Yeah. And they're continually holding themselves and ourselves up to a standard that men don't have to meet.
1: Yeah. I think that I'm not I'm not of the like go to get surgery. That's like the the Heidi Montag thing that she like went in and got like eight surgeries. Right. In one day or something like that. This was like back in the day. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the support of, you know, going and com- altering your face to the point that you are unrecognizable. Right. But in terms of upkeep. Right.
0: I think that To look young because we can't age. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that's where I'm like, that's fine. Just do whatever you, do whatever you want that makes you feel good for you. Right. And I think that I, it's fine that if you want to critically analyze of like the larger societal push right for all of this stuff but I think that's like if I'm I'm picturing it back to like body image right and how I am I guess I'm like I'm probably I'm mid-size I'm not I don't mm-hmm. think I'm considered plus size I'm considered mid-size but majority of my friends are smaller than me mm-hmm. like I don't think I'm st- I still think I am I'm the larger if not largest in my friend group and I don't feel the need to change my body because it's maybe more attractive to other people right I didn't change it to to get a partner I wasn't mm-hmm. like okay I'm gonna get super fit and then I'm right. gonna meet someone that's gonna like love just that right version of my body mm-hmm. because I let go of other people's judgments right and I only did what's what feels good for me right and I've I've gained weight like the number on the scale has gone up, but I still love my body so much. I can't right. even explain it. So I think that when you let go of judgments in general, then that place is like the really nice place that you can play of like, right. if you want to do something. Cause then it
0: could also be but like, well then do why by do you want to take that extra step into that critical thinking? Place, yeah. But though. then
1: it's like, that could also go into like, well then why do you want to lose weight? Like, why do you, I want, cause why I want to lose
0: you, weight. Right. I just, but I think that is an important question to ask.
1: Why do I want to lose weight? Yeah.
0: Cause Not that I, you have to answer here. I'm just saying, I think in your head when you're going through these things, I think that's that's a normal question right. to ask. Like, is it coming from a place of self-hatred or oh, wanting okay, to yeah, start yeah, myself yeah. or whatever? Or is it because I want to be coming more attractive right. in, in the world? Or is it because, you know, I want to be able to run more and yeah. I want to meet like a physical goal and I don't really care about the number on the scale. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there, but I, think I think that, that, that is an important But I think if you question. just
1: take that into everything else, I think that just getting lit fuller, like any kind of plastic surgery or the body hair that can also live in that realm
0: right and that's just where i i don't agree
1: you think that that is like
0: it's an inherent it's inherently loaded like it's Mm. a political thing to do because you would never do it that's so (laughs) it is you would never do it if you lived in a world you would never think to even want to alter your face if it wasn't for the pressures that were inherently put on women to look Mm -hmm. a certain way it would not exist if it weren't for the male gaze i get that so you can be doing it for you under the structure of a patriarchy that makes you feel like you need to look a certain way to be attractive and desirable.
1: And see I picture it like I think also there's there's an element of there's a way to do all of that and still take your power like still it be a choice But for I think you taking your you power your back power.
0: your actual taking power I don't back think that though the, it would be to not do change it. your face. Or an, be and leave your into- body hair. Or but to me or to ask yourself truly from a place of, am I shaving this because I'm worried that if I go out on a date tonight mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and yeah. a guy runs his hand up my leg, I'm going to be on the receiving end of disgust got or it, it, vitriol or whatever. Or am I doing this because I truly feel like, you know, what, I don't actually like shaving my legs. It's not an activity that I like doing. And I don't really mind what it looks like mm-hmm. either way. And I'm not doing it from a place of embarrassment or fear yes. or backlash then that's fine. You can actually answer yourself that question. Sometimes I let my armpit hair grow out super long or my pubic hair or my leg hair. And then other times I'm like, you know what? I do feel like actually shaving it off, but it's not coming from a place of like wondering what my partner thinks or what the outside world thinks. You've, I mean, again, this is coming from a place of someone that does Has have it, yeah, lighter yeah. hair. But I think when it comes to plastic surgery, you are inherently making that decision from a place of like, I want to be perceived either by myself or by others as more attractive or more appealing or by a certain standard mm-hmm. because- and that even if you are perceiving that from just your own self yes, like i'm doing yes, this for yes. me my opinion is based on western beauty, and sta- beauty standards because if everyone was all of a sudden saying thin lips are in and so are big beautiful middle eastern noses and that actually became the trend that took off people would it's all it's all made up you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you're not actually doing it for you you're doing it based on the standard that's been set to like yourself more under that standard
1: yeah i guess and that ideology makes me feel like we're just puppets in the world and like yeah that's where i freak out (laughs) All that's but that's exactly it is that i'm like okay so what i'm just supposed to like not do all of this stuff because
0: yeah why would you
1: because and then and then it goes right back because it feels good yeah
0: and they know it (laughs) yeah because then you get positive feedback from a society that also feels the same way and then the spiral goes down and down and down and down
1: hmm we're not going to come to us no this episode <laughs> i is think we should office. also
0: probably just cut it soon because i don't even know how long we've been i recording. have no idea i'm like <sighs> but this is juicy i'm chewing on this one i like this one a lot yeah
1: my brain is like
0: uh, yeah i think that's also i definitely have adhd and i definitely have a very hyperactive brain sometimes andres will like will be in the car and he'll ask what i'm thinking about i'm like oh i'm having like an imaginary debate about something <laughs> And he's like, Jesus, it must be exhausting to be you. And I'm like, damn fucking straight. <laughs> it's absolutely mortifying. Yeah. I love I'm it, but the, it is and exhausting. I am
1: so I just think that life is hard enough. Yeah. That.
0: But it's hard because of these structures that make us.
1: I know. And <laughs> so if I can float stop. along and be yeah. like, this is for me. And just live my life and Mm -hmm. be like, you know what, let that sweet little fairy just live her best life of like, let her shave, let her not shave, let her get lip injections, let her not get lip injections because they make her feel good without thinking of like the The political context of everything. Yeah, Like I can understand if you feel that turmoil of like, okay, this, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. I guess I just
0: like, I just want I just want it to be different. And you have to uproot it for it to be different. Yeah. So then you have to like, you have to change the way you engage with that system.
1: Okay. So you called mine choice feminism. Yes. So what is your political? I think it's like, radical.
0: (laughs) I think I'm just an absolute radical. I I actually don't know what I would, I just know that that's called choice feminism and someone can probably message me later and say what mine is called, but I'd say it's probably pretty like progressive. Like it's pretty in your face. Yeah.
1: Fuck you. Feminism. yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. And I don't think anyone would be that surprised to think that that's my stance. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I think everything that a woman does is political and it has been made to be that way. That's why everything that we do is like more expensive inherently. There's lots of things. It can just.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm. It keeps us down sure I I'm like just so I just like want to live my life yeah baby you know what I mean yeah. I don't want to have to think too hard and it
0: right like it, it affects it's gonna a sound lot of women and it's gonna like sound really so
1: thing but it's like ugh, my brain's just gonna hurt yeah you know thinking totally. about that and I think your experience
0: and under under this topic is very similar to a lot of people's experiences like I think a lot of people feel the same way that you do but yeah about but I'm sure
1: you know I'm sure people haven't really thought about it because I I honestly, you know what, I'm not going to lie, before this conversation, Mm. I 1000% thought you would be for any kind of plastic surgery, lip this and that. Mm, I went, I was, yeah, I'm kind of shocked that you were not because I thought you would just be of the mindset that whatever makes you feel good makes you feel good. Right. But I... As we were talking, obviously, I'm like, oh, that makes sense that right. she would go that extra layer. Right. I'm just not that deep, I think. Totally. <laughs> but
0: I think I will say as a caveat, I'm not saying that like people that are getting plastic surgery aren't like inherently problematic or totally, bad people. Totally. Totally. They totally. are with a cog within a system that makes women feel like their features born the, the way they are are right. not good enough. So I'd say like the issue is with the system and the pressure is not with the individual person that wants mm-hmm. to get man or woman or femme yeah. or mask or what whoever they are um, with wanting to get any type of plastic surgery i'm just talking about it from like a i wish that the system in place wasn't there to i do also like think that
1: out of this conversation people are going to i think majority will be like okay yeah i get a lean i i am i think people lean, will agree with you <laughs> will agree with me but i think that you made them think more than i did because I'm just like, sky <laughs> well, is you're blue, like the grass is green. That's important though. Yeah. That's why
0: when we have these big to- like, topics, it's so important. sun is yellow.
1: la da la da Shave, shave. shave, <laughs> shave, lip inject, lip inject. Yeah, totally. I'm not, I just, I'm not that, I'm not that deep when it yeah. comes to that kind of stuff.
0: But I think that's where our, our relationship is so interesting because you are with certain things. Mm-hmm. But I think even still there is like a, a lightheartedness. Like it's like sun and moon energy. <laughs> your sun moon, sun energy i'm moon energy i think don't you think where i'm like mooting in the back being like well oh, the fucking patriarchy is fucking this one up and you're just <laughs> like but it's like,
1: beautiful like, sure i'll buy a sundress <laughs> and yeah. not wear anything
0: <laughs> yeah totally and i'm just like mm, that's misogynistic <laughs> <laughs> so basically i'm just the fucking buzzkill and anyone who knows <laughs> me knows that i'm many layers but that <laughs> okay. is one of my layers that's for sure Family dinner parties are quite a treat with <laughs> Miss Kristen. Let me tell you that for sure.
1: Yeah, guys. She is uh, ready to come to a dinner party. Absolutely. Invite me
0: to any of your family affairs. And yeah. I will make it Yeah. I awkward. actually kind of
1: forgot that it was recording the like the whole time. The video.
0: my hat has been getting like taller and taller <laughs> and off my head more and more. I look like I'm wearing a full bonnet.
1: As the conversation goes on, your yeah. head gets bigger. bigger. and more
0: ideas. <laughs> exactly. It's turning on. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But yeah, this was spectacular. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. This was a great we'll conversation. We're not friends anymore. No, <laughs> I'm like, fuck off. Um, Can't talk to you for a week. Now. But I will say that we are going to continue with this type of recording. Yeah. So if you enjoyed this recording in person, we are going to be putting these on YouTube and figuring yeah. out other ways to like splice them and get them to you on video. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, Al, I just fucking love you. This I is love you. So I'm fun. so happy we did this back oh, me in too. person. Yeah, me too. And uh, we'll give one more shout out, out to um our lover boys, John Famos. Yes. El Macambo in Toronto, November 25th. Robinson Kirby is um, opening They're up opening, for them. Yeah. And if you go to at Johnny famous at Johnny famous on Instagram, they have the link to their account or to their uh, tickets. We will everything. also always, um, we'll, we'll post the link and stuff on our Instagram yeah. as well. If mm-hmm. anyone is interested and uh, we'll see you in at the, the show, show notes. Absolutely. Uh, we love you so much. Out. <laughs> this
1: has been accidental, accidental friends Day. with Aline and Kristen. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Yes. You can follow us on Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast, as well as on TikTok. We are getting more popular on there, or trying to at least. Yeah, we're trying. Um, and you can also visit our website, accidentalfriendspodcast.com. Absolutely. Again, all linked in the show notes. We love you. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you. See you next Thursday.